That's a good. That's a good candy. You like that candy? And I didn't even try. You didn't even try to. Oh man, <laughs> I've, I've had like two since you went to the bathroom. More. You know why I bought them? It's because they're sugar free. Uh, but they're not. That doesn't mean they're good for you, dude. Like when it says when it advertises sugar free on the candies, it's usually like a sugar substitute in there. It's worse than the sugar. You know, it's fucking. It's a trick. That's how they get you. But all the listeners are gonna deal with it. I got the, the candy in my teeth. It's good, right? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty tasty. It's pretty tasty. It's a little chewy. It's probably the worst thing to eat before you're about to talk into a podcast. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you can't. My guest can't even talk today. My man Brandon Thomas, aka Brigante, is here. He's uh he's chewing on some peach candy, so I'm gonna talk while he while he smiles. What kind of hosting was that? What kind of timing was that? But I just wanted him to try how good it was. I've had like 18 of them today. I'm fucking. Yeah, I know. It sucks. Um, but yeah, Brandon's there, dude. He uh he works for uh, Show Off Entertainment, or is it? Because there's so many different divisions. Show Off Records, right? Because there's like the marketing department. There's so many different elements. So yeah, uh, he works for Show Off Records. He's out here in the West Coast cooling, eating candy, wearing a fucking the black champion club. hoodie in Los Angeles. It's yeah. sunny out, too. You're not hot? Nah. Man, that's the best part about coming out here. You don't have to wear thick black champion hooded sweatshirts. It's like a 70-something, something like that, right? You were swimming last night, dude. That wasn't yeah. cold, right? Nah. Yeah, dude, my man was out here swimming in Santa Monica in the ocean and all that good shit. Were you, do you, you know if you were on, like, the Venice side or you were up in Santa Monica? No, I was on the Santa Monica side. It was right next to the pier, like right by yeah. the carousel. Oh, shit. by all the ju- yeah. So a little less, little less needles and trash on the on the beach. Because <laughs> like when you go to Venice side, it's a little dirtier, you know. Well, just like it's a lot of people, man. True. And the boy, did you go on the Venice boardwalk? Did you see like the skate yeah. park and shit? Well, yeah, I walked by over there, and you know, I got hit with the no worries, man. Oh yeah, did you see a lot of the people like? Uh, like I don't know, like performing on the street and all touristy shit over there and all that. Uh, I saw it briefly. Yeah, it's kind of like it's like Forty Second Street a little bit, Times Squarey. <laughs> Brandon's from square fucking right. New York. That's why I made the reference because it's just where a lot of street performers are and tourists watching them do, you know, the same shit they do in any city. Yeah, you know, Times Square rappers. Yeah, not even rapping, dude. I'm talking like, I don't know, more silly kind of shit or, or more unique things, you know, or some sick musicians and shit. But there was an ill skate park there. I like Hollywood Boulevard's like that too. Yeah, yeah, it's brutal. And yeah. where all the fucking the guys dressed I, as actors. I was walking by like two blocks, and I was like, "Nah, I can't do this anymore." Yeah, dude, I, it's. I mean, I don't know. I usually avoid the touristy areas when Me I too. visit. You know, you know I was over by the Live Nation building, so you know, yeah. I was just walking down and then doing your networking and such, yeah, right? Networking shit, there you right. go. Business, business trip, leisure trip, little you know, a little half and half. How do you like the How do you like the beverage? Pretty, pretty tasty. He's, what is it? Well, tell him what, tell him what you're drinking. I'm sipping on um, some Remy Martin and some um, some Pepsi. Yeah, I tried to get him to drink the Remy Martin neat, but he went with. They didn't have Coke at the liquor store, only Diet Coke, which will probably kill you more than the Remy Martin. Diet Coke is loaded with uh, yeah. aspartame and shit, so it's Pepsi. And I like it with the Pepsi. Does it taste weird? I don't like the Pepsi, but yeah, you know, Pepsi sucks. It, yeah. I, I don't like yeah, it either. It's trash. If I go to a, a restaurant and I ask for a Coke. The rare occasion that I want to cook, and they don't have, they say, uh, we have Pepsi, is that okay? They always say it like they know it's not okay, yeah. and I don't get I just don't get the soda then. I'm like, nah, I probably shouldn't have it anyway. Nah, exactly. Spare me the calories. Water instead. Yeah, man. So so what are you, what are you doing? Uh, like, I know you're you're doing shit with Show Off. What are you, you doing lately? You up in the studio for the for the radio show on Sirius? Yeah, um, I've been I know working you do with lot. Static um, 
since 2015. Yeah, 2015. Um, doing serious with him. Um, pretty much what I'm doing, not calls or anything like that. I do behind the scenes shit. Make sure the guest comes on time. Yeah. Make sure they leave. Shit like that. The logistics. Yeah, the logistics of it. But so that was 2015, yeah. right? That would have made you 18, 17. Yeah, 17 going into 18. Yeah, so like I was 18. But as soon as I, um, I was 17 when I started working with um, with Brandon. I got in talks with him, and then 18, I started working with him. Brandon from Show Off Records. Yeah. yeah. Status partner. Bedlam. Um, then, just been working with him ever since. So, I'm 20 now. I'm about to turn 21 in October. You're the youngest guest I've ever had on Russian Souvenirs. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah, yeah, probably. Probably. But, as well, the point of it is that you started working with him young, and then go on. Yeah, so, um... Yeah, I'm just like with tight with everybody now, and tight with people that you know I've been listening to since I was in high school, like Term and and Static, so like the Joey Badass, you know, come yeah. through every now and again, and you know those are dope dope cats uh, down to to hang out with all the time and shit. It's cool to work, yeah. right? For fun to work for people that you actually like and respect and, and yeah. their, their art and shit, right? Definitely, that's cool. A lot of people work for people they don't like their shit. They just do it for the the opportunity of the money and shit. So it's cool when you can you can like them too. Yeah, exactly. And consider them family. And, and it's dope seeing you know, every every Thursday the potential of breaking a new artist. So guys like Westside Gun and Conway and those type of cats that came up. God, yeah. I love I love I love what they're doing. That's fucking it's great. Yeah. It's good yeah. shit, man. I remember. I was like, well, I think I, I probably started listening to West Side Gun from the Fly Guard album like a year and a half ago or whenever it came out. Yeah. But uh, doing it, get signed at M and shit. That's fucking it's amazing. It's crazy for for that kind of artist, you know. Yeah. You, what do you think? Um, do you think that like the Eminem signing them? How much bigger is it gonna get them? You know what I'm saying? I think it's gonna um do as well as it's gonna show more lyricism in the um in the more mainstream label type of deal. Now you have, uh, now they're under Interscope, so you have, like, the, the Race Tremors and, you know, yeah, as well as the Kendricks and all that, you know, uh, Slaughterhouse is on Interscope, too, so. I so, think like, more bars. More bars, for yeah. sure. I do, I mean, I yeah. love West Side Gun and Conway. They're fucking awesome. They make they make music that I like to listen to, you yeah. know? But my, I, I Rock guess. Marciano and, Rock yeah. Marciano. Rock is like, right up there with them in terms of, like, dudes I actually mm-hmm. listen to. That are current artists, it's just like a very dwindling percentage. But, <laughs> but um, but I ask you that because, man, like, so I feel like when I, I seen Slaughterhouse and even Yellow Wolf to a degree, although I think he's easier and different to market because he's he packaged a little differently, yeah. right? The he's a little country, more, he, exactly. Yeah. He got a little more eccentric sound, a little more of that rock southern vibe, and and he's white. And tattooed, and so there's there's a little way to package them, but right, like like slaughterhouse, right, like you're saying bars, and they that's what those guys do, if nothing else, is just rap real well, right? Mm-hmm. And then Westside Gun and Conway make like fucking just sick ass music, but like I wonder how much this like the M shit really helped the slaughterhouse dudes. Like, can does a mainstream audience even even with that machine behind you, do they even want to listen to that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Did you see slaughterhouse? Like, I don't feel like slaughterhouse really like. Broke through the door and became mainstream successes. I don't think Slaughter, uh, you know, it's kind of hard because in a way they, they still do because, you know, I think like if Joe is having this, you know, everyday struggle and, you know, the love and hip hop type of shit. It, Joe's it over- different though because he, he goes on the social media and 
And yeah. then go on yeah. though. Yeah, I I think that um, I don't know. I think whatever success works for Joe Budden or for yeah. Joe Ortiz or Royce, whatever, I think it works all well for them. It, it still brings them relevance. So. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's still asking about the Soto House uh, new project. I'm just wondering if like the Eminem cosign is gonna get people checking Westside Gun and Conway that wouldn't already. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know, because there's a gang of Eminem listeners that, like, just listen to the mainstream shit, and they listen right. to it, but I don't know if they will yeah. check that. Yeah, like know. the Cashes and Bobby Creek Water. And, yeah, and those yeah. dudes are more, quote-unquote, like, uh, they have more that mainstream crossover than, like, these dudes are bringing. I mean, I love what they're bringing. I'm just wondering if it even matters, yeah. you know? I mean, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I hope more listeners listen to, to Conway and yeah. Westside. I think like the 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 the, the hip hop heads who like that '90s vibe, who like that real like East Mob Coast deep, drug dealer blocks. vibe. Yeah, yeah, I think they're gonna fuck with them, but I feel like they're already fucking with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't know, man. I'm just that always makes me wonder if mm-hmm. it even matters for artists like that. Where if it was somebody who is more makes the current yeah. sound, it'd be they it would matter. Like, but I would, feel like nowadays you got a question like every OG <coughs> with a label in now mic. in terms of like cosine. Don't get me wrong. Everyone loves them, and everyone, um, especially I do, that love bars. They want to hear whatever whatever Eminem is co-signing. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of dudes now they just like a lot. Of, they challenge. So Birdman signed somebody, or Wayne signed yeah. somebody, or M or Jay Z. They always like question it. Uh huh. You know, to see if it's just for the mainstream or is it or the artist actually gives a fuck. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I think M is like one of the few dudes who sign dudes that he just like likes yeah, their he shit. Likes, yeah. He's a hip hop dude. He he, he knows M his doesn't shit. sign a bunch of people. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, and yeah. there's nobody corny that are like just a commercial puppet that yeah. he's ever signed. You yeah. know? Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't remember a bad Eminem artist that he signed. Uh, that I mean, I know there was a gang of dudes who never really came out and shit, but they were all they were all dope. I can't really remember everybody, yeah. but you know. So, um, are you you also? Uh, aside from that, you still working uh, behind the scenes or doing the podcast thing with Emilio Sparks, my man Emilio? Yeah, I still do that. What's up, Emilio? Yeah, what's up? He's listening. Yeah, Emilio Sparks is, is a really good friend of mine. Um, I actually he met him. That's so nice. He's like a really yeah. good friend of mine. That was really actually sweet. I met him at Sirius. Um, had to be the second or third time I came up. Um, working with working with Static, and um. Commenting on his wrestling T-shirt, just oh, yeah. just talking shit. You like old and school wrestling? Yeah, me I'm too. Really I, I still it. I still watch currently too. I still uh, cop the vintage tees and shit. But um, yeah. So we was just chopping up about wrestling. He's like, "Hey, you, you should just uh, produce my podcast." And I was like, "All right." I didn't know what a podcast was at the time, really. He's popping the podcast. What the fuck cherry. that was? It, I just knew it was just popping at the time. I knew it was something on my phone that had an app. But what, what's it? What's it about? Um. Emilio Sparks uh, Experience Podcast. Uh, he pretty much inter- interviews uh, a bunch of artists, like or entertainers, and, yeah. and he gets into the real life um, story behind yeah. it, not the tabloid or none of that bullshit questions or anything like that. Yeah, he's serious. He's going yeah. to the juicy. Then, the then I produce some of the Wrestle Rap Podcast episodes, that's and cool. and that's his wrestling uh, podcast with um, real life cast. So that's pretty yeah. dope. I like seeing the resurgence of like. People loving the golden age of wrestling because there was a time, man. You might be too young to know, but like wrestling was fucking awesome back in the day when oh, I yeah. was young, man. Yeah. I don't watch this shit now. Shamila just looks like like the, the mid to late nineties. Like 
was, yeah, was popping. Dude, even yeah. the 80s, man, I would go back and watch like old VHSs of old wrestling before <laughs> my time. I loved that shit, man. Hulk Hogan yeah, and Big Boss, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Obviously, Jake the Snake Roberts, yeah. Demolition Bro Warriors, Sting. Yeah. I mean, the, Ultimate this goes Warrior. on. Yeah. Oh, man. There used to be the, uh, what do you call it? Like the urban myth. That like one Ultimate Warrior had died or a steroid <laughs> overdose, so they had a new one because he kind of did look different. And this was like thought to be the truth for years and years and years. And until like they did like some documentary on the Ultimate Warrior and exposed that it is just one guy and he never died and uh, shit like that. But everyone thought there was like a new Ultimate Warrior, but they didn't say. I've it. been hearing that lately. It's like the it's like the fake Paul McCartney of the of the wrestling. Oh yeah, there's that Paul McCartney. We were, I was just on tour with a bunch of dudes, and we were just talking about all these rock conspiracies, and that was one of them, the fake Paul McCartney one. Which is what? Tell tell the listeners what it is. I don't know much, but you uh, tell them a little, and I'll fill in the gaps with right, more. So and just FYI, listeners, there's no way we know if any of this is true. So pretty much, Paul McCartney um, died in a car crash in back the, in the in day, the, back in the day, in the heights of uh, the Beatles. Beatlemania. And the, yeah, the heights of the Beatles mania, and. Um, but they, when they found out that he died, they replaced him with a with a fake yeah. Paul McCartney. And they, and they, I, I think there's like more of the lore of the legend is that like they couldn't say anything about it, or they get killed, mm-hmm. and they would if they get killed if they didn't keep making music or something. And and or and all kinds of shit. And yeah. then like his the wife. You reverse the reverse one of the records. It says I killed Paul. Yeah, all yeah. this weird shit, yeah. man. I don't know. And like, and I do a lot of like hallucinogenic drugs and listen to old psych rock and shit. But I don't know if that one's real or not. Yeah. But they said they said cranberry sauce in yeah. reverse, even though it doesn't sound anything like cranberry sauce. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, yeah. I um. I have all these Pink Floyd records, man, and I do eat hallucinogens. But I need to. I've never like queued it up with the fucking Wizard of Oz or any of that shit. I've never done that, but I've definitely I get my I get my little experiences with the music. But um, yeah, man. So so when are you gonna are you gonna start your own podcast? That's like the next fucking step. You already started. You started on the get, coming from the ground up, dude. You started like interning and shit. Then you start working yeah. for for show off, and then you start doing these podcasts. Uh, I gotta. I really. I've been working on the idea, man, for a podcast. It's just um, it gotta be with the right people, the right team, and uh, it gotta be executed properly. That's the number one goal of mine. I mean, I could start it off a long time ago, but I want it to be executed properly. Uh-huh. So no doubt, dude. Are you are working you, on you more into the, like the behind the scenesy type shit? Um, a little bit of both. You know, just uh, just wanna um. Make sure every move is every move is made uh, properly. Smooth, so. dude, you've spoken like a very young, focused yeah. dude. I mean, I don't remember when I was your age, and not, I'm not that much older than you, but you have like this young, focused mind, right? Like, I, at least me, I was like fucking focused or like motivated in some way, like just really thinking like clearly about shit. And obviously, I maintained that for so long, and then. Over the course of just like life shit, you know, it's like I lose, you lose some of your focus or motivation in certain ways. You learn how to, I don't pick and choose it. Yeah. But that's awesome, dude. Yeah, you got, when you got people like, you know, static or term, you know, um, people in show off making these really dope moves, you know, you just want to be good, in that same lane too. Good motivation. Yeah, yeah right? good motivation, definitely. Uh, that's why, you, listeners, you don't hang out with fucking losers. Your friends yeah. are losers. Lose them, get new yeah. friends. Nah, don't do that. Exactly. Don't bail on your friends. But the point <laughs> is, hang out with people that challenge you. Right? Exactly. I, yeah. I know dudes who hang out with dudes who don't challenge them or specifically won't hang out with certain friends in our circle because we know we're going yeah. to challenge them or call them out. But that's it's good, dude. You need that, man. Yeah, you're wasting your time, man. Steel, sharp, and steel. Dude, yeah. you hang out with a bunch of dull motherfuckers. You ain't going to get any smarter. Yeah. 
I caught off a bunch of people like graduating high school and college and you know all that shit. You know. I mean, you do have to as you get older. You gotta pick and choose who you're gonna spend your time with because you got less time to spend. Exactly. You gotta make sure it's either if it's gonna be your, your work kind of people, people that are gonna inspire you, motivate you, and if it's your friends, I mean the same way, but maybe in like social ways or some shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm fucking coughing in the mic. I just burped in the mic. <laughs> Terry, you're not gonna even edit those out. He's not even gonna edit those out. <laughs> but uh, so dude, like um. Uh, in New York, what what part of New York are you coming out of? Or Jersey? Or? I'm from Long Island. Long Island, ah, yeah, still live there. Oh shit, man! I like Long Island. It's yeah. so big, so many different places. Yeah, it's spread out. Long Island. I like when I like when New York New Yorkers from some people say Long Island, but they like say the G like Long Island. You know, <laughs> like real real strong. My my friend, uh, he was like drummer in the our band and uh, co collaborator for years, man. My man Franco Anthony of Blue Gold. He's he's from Long Island. I think he's from Babylon or New York. Oh Babylon. yeah, yeah. And I'll be—I've been in fucking what, what is it? Uh, um, goddamn Hempstead and and Hempstead. Uh, what? Yeah, Hempstead, I'm from West Hempstead. Amityville, a few of these places. Hyde Park or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New Hyde Park. Yeah. yeah, New Hyde Park. Yeah, yeah. I've been out and played. Used to either go out there to play shows, hang out with motherfuckers, uh, all kinds of shit like yeah. that. I'm from West Hempstead. So. Oh shit, that's, uh, that's Rock Marciano, right? Yeah, Mark Marciano's from Hempstead, yeah, Hempstead, but right. yeah, it's literally the town over, so, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, same shit. L-I- Long Island, yeah, L-I-R-R, that's the Long Island Railroad for Long- <laughs> anybody who's never been to New York. every week, bro, it's yeah, the that's, worst. that's like the commuter rail. I could never say L-I-R-R, I'd always say like L-R-R-I, it's a hard one, <laughs> it's L-I-R-R, it's L-I-R-R, yeah. it's tough, man. Yeah, the L-I-R-R. But it's nice, it's nice that y'all have... You know, like in, in Boston, we have something like that too. It's, we, it's called a commuter rail, kind of like goes to the out outside of the neighborhoods of Boston, like the sub suburbs almost. Because mm-hmm. it's not like the subway, but it's more like that, like a yeah. more of a railroady train service. And in LA, I don't even know what the fuck they have. I just drive out here. I don't take the fucking. Yeah, I've taken the first subway. I'm taking once. the metro. What is it? The metro LA? Or yeah. Shit? yeah, yeah. I yeah. Took that shit no one even knows. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even know. No one knows, dude, because no I one just, fucking takes it. All I knew is cheaper is the cleaner service than, than the It's because no one rides it. That's why exactly. it's clean, dude, because <laughs> everyone fucking refuses to, and we all drive, and that's why the traffic sucks donkey dick in LA. And you know what? It's, they're really they're trying to invest a lot of money in the infrastructure of the subway. They're trying to build it out. Yeah. In hopes to cut down fucking, you know, pollution and, and, and traffic and all that shit. But it's so ingrained in the culture of L.A. It's, it's like too late in the game. People yeah. are not going to jump ship to this subway yeah. shit because it's like a status thing out here. Like, oh, you got to ride the subway. Like, if you have to ride the bus out here, the old subway, it's usually because you didn't have a car. So people was like, look down on you. Yeah. But in New York, eh, millionaire famous people ride the subway. Yeah. You know, it's just easier. And so even though the subway would be easier out here, sometimes people will still drive. A bunch of people that are from New York, and I'm not from New York City at all, but, like, I would say a good percentage of people don't get their driver's license because exactly. the subway is right there. Dude, fucking 34-year-olds I deal with, friends of mine, never driven a car in their life. Yeah. You know, my guy, my ex-girlfriend, she's born and raised in New Yorker, and she... Uh, doesn't have a driver's license and she, you know never has and if you don't leave New York you probably never will exactly but see it's a good skill you have a driver's license no I don't no see that never permit Yo, New, York, New Yorkers <laughs> you guys are the funniest bunch man. I'm, I, we have a subway in Boston I grew up like riding the subway I didn't have a car until my late 20s but I knew how to drive you yeah. know I got that license 
just so I could have it, so I could operate a motor vehicle in times of need. Or if I was ever, you know, if I used my mother's car, whatever it was, I wanted to have that skill, you know. I just got permit my permit last year. I like year. that you call it your permit. It's cute. yeah, because it's cute. like it's not a per- it's a permit, yeah. or maybe it's not. Maybe it is a permit. Who? How the fuck do I know? Yeah, because when I was sixteen in, in Long Island, everyone as soon as they turned sixteen, yeah, what, seventeen, what, what, did you not go got to driver's ed. No, we didn't have driver's ed. Everyone, not in our school, but everyone just got their permit like when they were permit. sixteen or seventeen. <laughs> I love the permit, and then they got the new whip like right after. Oh well, that's so yeah, that's like, different. Yeah, everyone like. Low key look down on you if you didn't if you didn't have your permit already. Like, I, dude, I keep saying it all permit. I love it. Don't ever change. <laughs> that is great. I'm I'm gonna splash you with some fucking oh, Remy Martin that. in the glass. Yeah. Not any other sexual thing. Terry, stop smirking. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I feel like New Yorkers are just. Well, I think we spoke about this before we started. It, moving to L.A. for a New Yorker is is a bigger cultural shock than people from other places. Simply for the fact that. In LA, you really gotta drive, or you gotta like, yeah. you gotta you'll be Ubering like a motherfucker. But if yeah, you're from New York City, that's me. This past four days, so. but that's different. You're on vacay, that's cool. But you're coming, you're coming from New York your whole life, and you and uh, you're driving, and then you're fucking. I mean, you're not driving. You're you're subwaying it up. You're you're always on that, or you're always on a cab tip, and then you're trying to fucking come out here and do that. You're more fucking. expensive though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. driving is it's not it's not that hard. I don't know. It's been so long since I've learned. I don't know. Is, have you ever, have you ever driven a car? Yeah. Okay, right, so you know how to drive. Yeah. All right, cool. At least you got the skill. That's my cool. lazy ass not getting my I know, license. Yeah. I feel like it's, the more years you wait, it's harder. I had homies got their license when they were like thirty years old. Damn. That's a tough. It's harder to learn new shit as you get older. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like it's? You're still young as fuck. I'm talking to you like you're like thirty, <laughs> but you're like only eighteen. No, twenty. Eighteen. Twenty. It, for all the listening purposes, he's 21 because he's consuming alcohol. Uh, or maybe he's not. Maybe he's not even consuming alcohol. You don't know. You're not here. You can't see this. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's always that's the best word. It's the lawyer word. But, uh, I mean, I know, like, for me, I like to keep trying new shit as I get older, challenging myself so I don't get complacent. I know some people got good at certain things when they're young and, you know, it was hard to get good at it, right? So as you get older, you don't want to go through those grueling years mm-hmm. and processes. Of, but if you're still young. You'll still have plenty of time to keep pushing yourself. Well, I mean, I think that's just human nature. A lot of people just like are afraid to fail at some shit. Yep. Yeah, and not, all right, just get up. All right, I failed at that. Well, you know, how do I get back from this, you know? See, that's on, you know on some other shit. That's probably really why it's ill that you got into, like, you know, working in music and in entertainment and hip-hop at a young age. Mm-hmm. Because you're leaving me less scared to fail. You got it. Like I said, you got it in the ground up. You know what I mean? You're starting in the ground level going up. Like where most people are going to have to get into that when they're older. It's easier when you get in young like this because then you go and you take your lumps and you get your experience. You pay your dues early. So, you know, you're going to be iller than most of these dudes trying to do it at 26. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a fucking, it's a fact, man. Like, Like the older you get, the more scared you get to fail. You know, more scared you get to try new things, to go for something you really want. You know, it's a sacrifice. Yeah. You go for what you really want. And people get scared to sca- sacrifice things. Yeah, it's a good sacrifice. Old. It's yeah. badass, man. Yeah. So, like, um, like working with the show-off dudes and stuff like that, what's, like, uh, what's like some of the funniest sh- shit you've seen? Because I know you've seen some funny shit. You don't uh, got, don't you got uh, to mention no names or nothing like that. I mean, like, in a good way. choking on the mic every, every Thursday. Oh, really? Oh, Not man. every Thursday, but, you know, Like, you talking about dudes freestyling on the yeah. show? Oh. Yeah. Uh, have you? When was the last time y'all had act, dudes actually that come off the top in freestyle? 
Is that did no one? Does anyone ever had to be like? I feel like that's two or three weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. someone did. Yeah, someone did. Supernatural or like some old like one of those freestyling MCs. Nah, some dudes, you know, it was like it was college radio. Some dude tried to go off top of the dome. He spit a good verse, and then after that, you know, he's trying to like solidify that he was a dope MC. Oh come on! And try to off the top it and yeah, I mean, overdid it. Freestyles like off the top, like legit ones, are fun in person. I don't think it translates well to listeners as much mm-hmm. as I like respect it and like to do it. You know, did it a lot, but I don't think it's as fun to listen to. Yeah. So you'd rather hear some dude spit some unreleased verse or some shit like that. I mean, that's what every internet nerd loves to hear: some unreleased verse that's only on that on that on that freestyle, and you never hear it again, like some yeah. Big L shit. But you yeah. know, you are, you are super. Are you always tweet Big L lyrics? Yeah, huh. Big L is one of my favorite rappers ever. It's yeah. so ill when like yeah. so being. That you're 20 now? 20, yeah. How'd you get into Big L? And when'd you get into Big L? Um, Had to be when I was... It was the summer of 2012 or 2013. And I remember listening to, like, freestyles of, like... Just on YouTube type shit. And um, I was looking up, like, Mace freestyles. I was just, like, on some nerd... 2012, you know that was a quarter of your life ago. That's a long time for you. For me, that's not so much. For you, that's a that's a quarter of your life ago. That's a long time. I was using like the internet as a, like a search tool, like you it's know, powerful, just finding new shit. Yeah, internet. yeah. And so I'll be like, Mace freestyle, this freestyle, that freestyle. Never, never listening to it before, and I came across the Children of a Corn record. And you never, you don't know who Big L is. Yeah, don't know who Big L don't is. Don't even know. It was Mace, Big L, yeah, and, yeah. and Cameron. I'm just. Hearing this, this record, I don't even remember the record. Now. It's just like, yo, it's dope. And then, like, the related video was like Big L MVP. And, yeah. And, like, yeah. it was like Power Herb McGruff. Internet, giving you suggestions, right? Herb McGruff, Big L, like, Fuck yeah. that shit. I'm like, yo, this oh, dude's man. fucking insane. That's cool. Yeah. See, and now I remember I was, like, so destroyed. I was like, oh, shit. I now gotta, like, <laughs> listen to his whole album. So I Google search him. I'm like, my jaws dropped. That He's dude dead. did dead. I'm yeah. like, ah, oh. oh, man, it sucks. Yeah, but yo, that see, yeah. like a lot of people will complain. The internet is is a double edged sword. People complain that it does things like it ruins the I don't know certain qualities of hip hop and, and shit like that. But then it does magical things like it, it lets a 15 year old kid find a fucking dope artist who's been yeah. dead f- for not since you were born or something like that, but for, for a long time since in your 99, life. Since yeah. Yeah, so, like, that's an ill thing the internet did. Like, it puts you onto some dope shit, man. Yeah. You know, I love that, man. That's awesome. I think it, like, it honestly all started when I was in um, high school, and, excuse me, mm. and um, these kids were talking about, like, I was just overhearing, like, some shit on the lunch table, like, some kids were talking about, all this album's better than this. Like, just talking about some 50 Cent G unit shit. And I wanted to jump in the conversation, but I was like, I've never listened to a full length album before. Yeah, that, now that Smart, dawned on me. You didn't jump in? You didn't? I didn't. Nice. So Good I was you. like, don't talk about shit you don't know about. So I was like, damn. So I went home and I was like, I'm just going to search up like my, like the best, arguable, greatest albums ever in terms of hip hop. Oh, man. So I, 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 I would so go on YouTube or iTunes and just listen to it or like download the album. And I'm like, Oh, this is dope. So it was like Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt, Nas, Illmatic, Only Built for Cuban Links, like yeah, all, the, all that all shit. Gems. Absorbed it, you know, and dude studied it, and I, and I would listen to albums like all day, like five albums a day type shit. That's incredible. And so right? you yeah. Were, yeah, you were doing the student of the yeah, culture shit. Yeah. That's how you're supposed to. Yeah. Then I like obviously branched out to like rock and you know 
R&B and of shit course. like that. So, of course. yeah. But so, just the fact, like, yeah. like man, like, I, I did the same shit. You know, I, I, w- I was put on older music by, by my folks and, and, and older homies. And then I went and, like, you know, being younger, there was artists that came out before my time that I didn't. I was too young. So I would go back and get their CDs or their tapes. Or maybe my friend's older exactly. brothers had their records and shit. Yeah. Um, you know, and, like, and we were doing that before the internet. You know, there's no excuse to not get into old music. And not just old hip-hop, but all yeah. old music. Yeah. And, like, I, like, people, you know, people do a lot of shitting on the younger music generation i don't really like to do that too much although i'm sure i do it a lot but like you know there's a lot of cats going and digging and checking it out like dude you are one fucking prime example of it yeah. i think yeah i i can't really shit on the younger generation like the Yuliatis and you know the uzi verts whatever I mean, you can I shit mean, on I, them but you don't that, have to like shit yeah on them. but you don't, have to, you, know, you don't have to shit on them but you can shit on them i mean every every generation has those plethora yeah. of shitty rappers yeah, so i yeah. don't really like to talk about it because I don't want to get them more relevant on my page. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and also, you you brought up a good point that it's like it's not like we never had this before. There's yeah. always been shitty rap yeah. artists, yeah. Uh, so like people shouldn't freak out like this wasn't going on before. Yeah. What I meant is like by shitting on them but not shitting on them is like you can acknowledge that they're not yeah. maybe good or they suck, but you don't have to give them time of day and, yeah. and expose yeah. them. But every whack rapper is always a great MC. You know, like you got like Avenue, Westside Gun, Conway, or Noid, or. Any of these dope artists, um, Euro Droog, bunch of people. Yeah, I mean, great time. Yeah, but I mean, like, good pen game. There's, yeah, exactly. And there's always a dope MC. Um, whenever there's a whack one, you know, yeah, what man, saying? you just gotta look. Uh, yeah, harder. I think people. I don't know. I think we love to. I don't know. People like the, to like bitch and moan and whine about something, so they'd rather f- focus on that shit so they can complain about it. Yeah. That's why I love uh, you know working on the show because it gets me a chance to listen to dope records. Do you guys play a lot of new shit? A lot of new shit, a lot of exclusives, um, and I would love that show regardless, even if I wasn't involved with it or if I was in the whip. You know, every Thursday from eight to twelve. You know, at Sirius Shape Forty Five. You plug, dude, plug <laughs> it, dude. That's all yeah. good. Plug that shit. But, um, you, yeah, you, I would enjoy it. You chill with Sammy Needles up in there a lot too. Sammy Needles, is, yeah. Sammy Needles is Russian Souvenirs alum. He was on this with me. Yeah, he's a great time. We we did a, a podcast like the night after partying at Coachella for two days, like with no sleep. We were dying, <laughs> and we did it. We podcasted it up. It was great times. Sammy Needles is the man. He always has got a pair of black jeans on. Yeah, with some, with some Jordan ones on. I don't think Sammy, if you're listening, dude, I don't think you own. He has like just ten pairs of black Levi's <laughs> in his closet. Yeah. Like, dude, like, we're talking like 100 degrees in Coachella, black jeans on. He'll have a T-shirt, but black jeans. Jean jacket with the um, with the Rebel Kings patch lit, on yeah. the back. Oh, he loves it. He loves yeah. it, yeah. That's Shout fucking hilarious, him. man. So, like, what I like, I know one time you and I, were, we were talking about, like, um, Air, band Air. We were talking oh, about, like, man. all different music. Man. And so, like, you, you were a young cat who not only knows his hip-hop history, but you listen to other genres of music and not just other genres but like cutty weird wild albums and shit like that how like i i get into it i know how i get into it how are you getting as a young dude getting into all that same shit i listen to i mean like i i got into air through um the virgin suicides and uh the sound is they they did the soundtrack to the movie the virgin suicides and that's one of my favorite movies ever and um dude just uh, high five dude brandon you're getting so many high fives from the (laughs) snake man on here because you just happen to have a, a great taste in the arts yeah and I remember watching it because I got into uh, The Virgin Suicides because Lost, Lost in Translation is one of my favorite movies ever. So yeah. I um, I was like, yo. Sophia Coppola directed Yeah, so I was like going through Sofia Coppola's shit. I was like, yo, she did a movie before that, so I got to peep it. So 
watch that and I was like, God damn, this movie's so it's fucking. Like, that's dope. like it's even it's even better. Almost. And, and, and shout out to even though I don't know him, shout out to Forty because Forty was in that movie 40? too. The the producer fucking behind Drake. Drake. Yeah, he must have been like ten in that movie. Yeah. Word. What yeah. was he? He was an actor. Yeah. Word. Yeah, he was one of the kids. I I don't know what the guy even looks like, dude. Yeah. But, but uh, good for him, I guess. Yeah, hey, get I, that I money. recently get that found that Virgin out. Suicide's money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are the residuals yeah. like? I hope yeah, they did the whole soundtrack. Uh, air and they're dope. I remember dude. I had to Shazam every time. Yo, Shazam is one hell of a tool, man. Yeah. I had to Shazam every time. It was like uh, every time there was a transition into another scene. The air, like, air makes some good like drug music, some good trippy. Yeah. You don't do drugs, hopefully. Maybe maybe nah, you do. I don't know. But you're young. Well, you're not that young. I was doing drugs <laughs> when I was half your age. But point is, if you did drugs, Air makes some good drug music. Facts. And their first album is incredible, too. You're doing so drugs right now. You're drinking alcohol. Don't get it twisted, ladies and gentlemen. Alcohol is one of the worst drugs there is. Just moderation or um, or stay off the sauce. Um, but, I mean, yeah, dude, they, Air makes some fire-ass music. They make all kinds yeah, of shit. Yeah, they do. That's like uh, the only... I don't know if I really go looking for lots of new music, but I always find a lot of the most of the new music I find is is non hip hop shit, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, I got friends who were into it. I mean, I work in music, so I'm always around all kinds of different shit. So I pretty much am always good to find other music I like. It's the it's the new hip hop shit that I'm more selective of, and that I don't really hunt for. I like I either know it's coming out because mm-hmm. I like that artist, or I f- it finds me organically. You know, I don't know. That's the way. I mean, dude, you you work you work for you know record company in in, in a, a bunch of dudes who have a great purists. understanding of hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I don't even yeah purists like they just they just know the culture. They yeah. know the music and like exactly. they're not. And obviously, I get why they're not faking you, the I, I get why you fuck with or why they fuck with you. I should say because I know those dudes and how much sticklers they are in a good way about yeah. the culture. Now I get why they fuck with you because you're a young dude, but you know your shit. I mean, not only do you yeah. know your shit, you took initiative and went back and learned your yeah. shit. Uh, you know, and, and the only thing I'm cocky about is knowing my shit. So you know, that's the only thing I, you know, I'm proud of. And, dude, you know. I'm, dude, I used to go back and like, like learn samples that like producers had made on uh, used on on albums that came out before I was like, you know, when I was five years old. Just to, yeah. just know that shit for an argument yeah. or for, for some shit talking, just so I could prove that I knew my shit and gang the respect of my peers. It meant something back then when yeah. you were young. I, I don't know if it does anymore, but uh, it definitely did. It's definitely a lost art. Yeah, I mean, how dark is it in the studio right now? You want a little light? We're going to turn a little light on. <laughs> Terry, turn that light on. Boom. There we go. Illumination. Illumination. It's a bright one. That's a hot one. It's like getting interrogated. Have you ever gotten interrogated? Have you ever been arrested in Long Island? I Never. have. Never been arrested. Don't have a Good. rap sheet. Yeah, don't start one. Do not start that. Do you rap? No, like, I don't. don't. start either rap sheet, man. Fucking go <laughs> save the babies, man. Go... Actually, if you like rapping, fuck it, rap. I was going to say, but go do something better. Go, like, uh, save children. Or just, like, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Fucking producing podcasts and helping run radio shows and all that shit up in yeah. Sirius. You know, um, I've been I've been up in the Sirius New York station a couple times, man, but do you ever, like, run into any of the comedians that from the, the com- comedy channels? No, I haven't. That's, that's what that's I want. That's a good point. I haven't. I'm into, like... I ran into a bunch of rappers and of course, shit like well, you, that. You but, work on a rap show. I yeah. hope you did. I mean, like, how sick I was shows for artists that we don't even have up, like, you know, oh, Fat Joe or. Chilling. Yeah. Yeah, I was in the, the St. Louis Hilton by the airport the other night, and T.I. was in the same hotel. Because yeah. I was like, there's this gang of people in different parts of the lobbies, and there's like multiple lobbies, and just people laying around. I'm like, and like, I'm seeing chicks coming and going randomly, and I'm like, what's going on yeah. here, man? This is the 
the airport Hilton yeah. in St. Louis, but I'll tell you Tampa one thing, this, you know, the serious shit I'm doing right now, it's not a place for, for people to fan out at, so That's I good. think, like, I remember one time, like, I was pissed off about something, like, I was supposed to get a job somewhere, and it didn't work out, and I just got the news about it, so I'm going up to Sirius, and I'm in the same room, as same elevator as Amber Rose, and Hottie, but, like, yeah. I was so pissed nah, off at that yeah. moment, I didn't... Yeah, and dude, honestly, fanning out is retarded. Like, fanning I'm, out is I have never retarded. fanned out because the only people I want to fan out about are like dead or like too far from my reach. Exactly. You know, like someone like Big L or like guys that that or Air or like I Alchemist. I fan out about Prince. Yeah. I'll fan out about Andre yeah. or Nas. Primo. But I wouldn't even fan out though because to fan out is so. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. There's just like a there's like a few they treat artists like that him. I would. In my head, fan out about, but I've never fanned out ever to any artist. Yeah. And, and like, dude, I've worked f- with and for like a lot of artists. Like, I've worked for Grammy winners. I've worked with Grammy winners, like big time dudes of all different genres. Like every day for weeks and weeks on end, this close to them. Like, and, yeah. and I've seen them be humans. I've seen them be yeah. humanized. So like, I don't. And when you don't treat them like anything else, they, they treat you that. a lot better, yeah. and that's cooler. And um, they respect it even more. I think one piece of advice is maybe it's like if you really, really, really like admire and really love an artist, don't try to meet them too much because they it'll it'll shatter your perception of them, dude. Like that's a fact. I've, I've seen people. I've I've hung out with artists. Maybe they're not my favorite, right? Mm-hmm. But they're very famous, and they're somebody's favorite. And I've seen that person and this famous artist interact, and then be totally disappointed. Yeah. Blown away that this person is a human being that bleeds blood and breathes air. And like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, don't fucking go meet your idols, man. They're going to disappoint you because you know what? They might not want to fucking hang out with you right now. Yeah. They might not want to be super nice and kiss your ass just because you like tattooed their artist's name on the, your back. You know? <laughs> like, they might not give a fuck about you right then at that moment. Yeah. Um, so like that's a reality people don't want to swallow. But dude, I've I've heard some of these artists talk about fans behind their back, and not all of them say great things sometimes. So just don't always try to meet your favorite artists. That's a fact. Yeah, just meet meet your family and friends. Like admire your mom or like whoever raised you or the guy that changed your tire in the time of need or some shit like that. And also, You're, if you meet your favorite rapper, just remember that they're not just a rapper; they're human. So a dad, a mom, yeah. a motherfucking yeah. son, a Please. husband, a wife. Treat them with respect as if you just met someone down the street. Yeah, know? man. It, exactly. It's it's annoying. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you see a bunch of that shit all the time, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Who's uh, like, what was the, I don't know, the most fun interaction you had with an artist that you actually like liked that you gave a fuck about? Um, hmm. Um, Logic. Logic, definitely. Um, yeah. Young Logic. You're you're the you're in the age group of like people who love Logic. Yeah. It's so and funny. this is before the whole, you know, he's biting like this one, or you know, what? before he even blew up, or like, blew oh, up before like everyone that. thought maybe he sounded like Drake or Kendrick yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah. Raekwon recently definitely had a had a oh, nice energy. Oh, Raekwon's the man. Yeah, had yeah, really really dope energy. Well, you just went from one end of the spectrum to the other. He just went from Logic to fucking Ray. It's yeah. it's hilarious because yeah. that is the most dichotomy. Positive K has really dope energy too. You met Positive K? Yeah. I'm surprised you even know Positive K. Yeah. Fuck, that's incredible. He came up. Um, you hear those fireworks? Yeah. yeah it's, right. it's not Fourth of July. It's just fucking my neighborhood in L. A. Uh, they they definitely yeah. do five some or six months ago or some shit. But yeah, he great energy. Yeah. Yeah. How, what's what the fuck has Positive K done for 22 years? Is he all right? I just, I get worried. I get bummed <laughs> out, man. For like any artist that. Had a real brief career. It's a it's a hard 
it's a hard life afterwards if you don't get yourself in the right position. I always get yeah. worried and wonder. Did he look all right? Was he yeah, he was teeth? dope. Yeah. Was he looking right? I hope he was looking, I, he was looking good. 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 Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That worries me, man. I appreciate appreciate these artists who take care of themselves, man. Yeah. You got to do something. Music don't always last forever. For some, it does. That's a fact. It's tough, man. You got to, like, set up set up shit. But nowadays, dude, nothing is, like, really lasting forever. There's so much, um, what do you call it? Unknown economic unknowns, man. Like, there's not a lot of stability in jobs and shit. So, <clears throat> we'll avoid getting serious and talking about <laughs> politics and business and shit. Which I hate. I hate talking about that shit. At least on my podcast, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not for the. I don't think people are tuning in for that. And I also don't want to hit them with misinformed um, speech. Although I do know some of my shit, though. What do you think about political rap? You mean like Paris? I mean, there. That's a good name drop. Good old school early nineties name drop, dude. Bush killer. Um, I mean, I guess so. Or like anybody who actually does it now. Like who is even? I don't know. Um, I would say Kendrick on his not this one out, not this album, but the yeah, one prior for sure. Um, fucking love Kendrick. It's a few. Um, Joey Badass on his new album. I mean, yeah, there's Joey not really Badass a political, political. It's not really political rappers anymore. Well, I mean, it was funny. It's like. That's been the trend, right? Like you said, not and then and then Trump got elected, and I, there was like a lot of people Chuck D. were very upset, yeah. and I th- I thought it was going to be like, oh gosh, we're going to have a whole couple political rap songs and politi- and it really there yeah. was it was gone real quick. Yeah. Eminem right? had one song. Oh man, that I dropped know last that. year. But, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, but there's not know. really political yeah. rap anymore. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's I not really know. a genre for that because it's usually like this one album is and is on to the next. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, man, I don't even know if I want to hear too. I mean, I know where I stand on things. I know what's bullshit, what's not, uh, politically speaking. So I'm not sure. What, like, it, I mean, I like when Kendrick talks about. I like when dudes talk about. It. I don't know how many full albums I need on it and shit. But I thought I was just gonna hear more mm-hmm. after the Trump thing, and I didn't. As long as you, it doesn't have to be always in the music. As long as we can hear it in in the streets or see it or see it, feel the presence on social Present, media, yeah. feel the physical presence. It, Whatever protests or whatever it is or voting booths or however however you want to take to it, man. Fuck Donald Trump got to be the most political song now. You think about it. Yeah, yeah, truthfully, that's you know it was dope. Was I saw a lot of like there was a lot of political statements coming from a lot of like you know gangster rappers and shit, and people were uh, always quick to write them off as not contributing to something positive or contributing to like some kind of content of merit. But that's yeah. like a very I mean shit, gangster rappers were always very political of you. I'm really curious NWA as to shit. uh what Tupac would have made yeah. around this time. Man, I feel like if 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 Tupac was around and, and was doing what he was doing and not what he was doing musically, but he was what he was really doing in life, what yeah. he was gonna gravitate towards, like we the times might be different in some ways. Mm-hmm. What you think about that Tupac movie though? Uh, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, it's okay to not know. I, I definitely want to see it just on some hip hop shit. But um, let's be honest. Be honest, Brandon. Be honest. <laughs> just come clean, baby. It could either go one one way or the other. It could go straight out Compton, or it could go no. Let, let's, let's let's keep it real, bro. Let's keep it all the way funky on here, man. But I think regardless of the fact, have you, seen the, tra- have you seen the multiple trailers? Yes. Look, I love Pox, my all time favorite hip hop artist. Number one. Yeah. It looks like shit. I'm real nervous, man. I'm real. I'm gonna see it too, mm-hmm. just to see it, just yeah. to, to know. But like, I looked. I saw the first trailer a long time ago. Looked kind of cool. I was like, "Fuck, man, this might be good." Then I saw the more recent ones. A couple of them. The acting looks just like chips. It looks like yeah. shit around around the around. I think the like edges, the man. acting of it 
being trash is 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 a given and I, and I think like and I think like it's sad for hip hop is not being taken seriously when it comes to these biopics. Where's yeah, well dude, you just said the key word though, biopic, man. Yeah. It's a hard thing to do. You're going to yeah. stick a whole man's life in 2 hours? Yeah. I don't think biopics generally ever ever come out really yeah. good. I'm glad the biopic trend ended when uh Shreya Compton you know, Apparently got released. Not, everyone though, was we got the Pac one now. No, but now. I mean, like everyone was announcing, like, oh, Outkast should do one, or no, you, you know, should, you should not do any of that. These groups should do it. Wu Tang should do it, do and then not. like, nah, yeah. man, look, it's not, gonna, regardless, it's not going to be resented properly. It's not. If you're going to do that, do it like the way, and I didn't even see this one, but do it like the new edition one. Break it up in a TV series where you can actually have time to tell these whole stories. You're talking about telling a really big story, a man's or a person's life story in two hours. It's insane. You can't hour do it 30, right. hour 45. Yeah, like, man. So, yeah. like, I know the Tupac shit isn't – and Tupac had a short life, and still yeah. you can't you can't capture all that. Yeah. So I know I'm going to be disappointed, man. And, like, honestly, dude, I saw the Straight Outta Compton movie, and, like, everyone said it was good, but I'm also extra, extra snobby with movies. But I was bummed out by that one, too, yeah. man. I didn't think it was good. Yeah. There's a lot of shit – Especially with Dre, that was left out. Yeah, um, I'm not even. I'm not even mad about that. What, like you talking about him beating women and all that? Um, that and the the even, aftermath and. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, they didn't need to go much, to aftermath. Too but, much story to tell, though. Yeah, man. you're talking about talking a whole little like, group. Yeah, you're talking about multiple men's yeah. lives in two hours. And then it was just like how Tupac was incorporated, and then Dre leaving. It was just like it was just like. Bunch of time gaps. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's a tough thing, and I'm I'm bummed out about the Pac one. Dre disses, the Dre and Easy disses. Like, oh, they didn't have that. None. Yeah, that's see. I didn't. I honestly, when I watched it, dude, I yeah. wasn't like all the way paying attention. Clearly, um, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's the notorious movie. We don't have to talk about that. Yeah, we we know that was a bummer. It was like shouts to Gravy for getting that role redone for motherfucking the Pac movie, though, right? <laughs> it's like that guy talk about getting typecast. Jesus Christ. If you had to see, if you could have one hip hop dude have a movie made about him, who would you have done? Um, I would say Big O. 